0: Hello and welcome to CCI's podcast. CCI is short for Campaign for Christ International and as the name implies, we indeed are campaigning for Christ. May his kingdom expand and his good news reach to all the ends of the earth. In the ancient book of Isaiah, we read about the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In the Gospels, we read about a voice crying out in the wilderness, John the Baptist saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Jesus' first recorded sermon is, Repent and believe in the gospel. Repentance is key. But what is repentance? Hello, this is your host, Dr. Reyes, and in today's episode, Josiah Alway will speak about repentance and what God is asking of you.
1: I recently read an interesting fact that Every single minute, an estimated 106 people die somewhere in the world. Every single minute, 106 people die somewhere in the world. If you break that down into seconds, around two people die every single second. Every second that goes by someone is dying. Since the short time that I've been preaching this message, several people have passed from this life into eternity. What's going to happen to you when you die? That's not a very nice thing to think about. Some people try to avoid that topic, but it's something that all of us should ask. When you die, are you going to go to heaven Or are you going to go to hell? Do you want to be confident that you're going to spend eternity with God in heaven? Well, I've got good news for you. And that good news is that Jesus Christ made a way that your sins can be forgiven. And that when you die, you can spend eternity with him in heaven. And I'm going to be preaching on that topic today. And I want to read from the scriptures in the book of Acts the third chapter. The book of Acts, the third chapter, and I'm going to be reading verse 19. And I love this book of Acts. It's a book that tells us how we can get to heaven. It tells us about what the gospel of Jesus Christ is. It's a book that records many wonderful miracles, acts done by the Holy Spirit. It's a book that tells us of the great multitudes that Converted to Christ and were baptized, and how lives were changed. In this book, we see miracles, we see deliverance from demons, we see power, we see conversions. All these things are as relevant for us today in our generation as it was then. And here, in the third chapter of Acts, Peter is preaching a message. He had just performed a miracle by the power of the Holy Spirit, and people saw this miracle and they gathered. And so Peter is standing in a place called Solomon's Portico. There are these great marble columns around him. It's a very impressive place to be. It is a place where religious leaders gathered, a place where people that wanted God would go and A place where Jesus himself had once taught. And Peter begins to preach. And he tells them about Jesus. How Jesus had died on the cross. How Jesus had been raised from the dead. How Jesus during his life had fulfilled many of the ancient prophecies of the scripture. And in one single verse, the verse we're going to read... He tells them what they are to do and what you and what I are called to do as well. Verse 19, Peter says, Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. He begins these words with repent ye therefore. Peter was preaching to a religious people at the temple. A church going people. People that thought that they were okay. People that believed that their lives were being properly lived and that if they died they would be fine. But Peter said that they needed to repent and be converted. This word repent is the cry that comes from the heart of God, not just to them, but to our generation as well. The Bible says that God would that none should perish, none should go to hell, but that all should repent and turn from sin. He desires all to repent. This has been the, the longing of God since sin first entered the world. Repent was the cry of the Spirit through the prophet Jeremiah, through the prophet Elijah, repent for the kingdom of of heaven is at hand was the cry of John the Baptist as he prepared the way of Jesus Christ. Repent was Jesus' very first message, His very first sermon. Repent was the cry of the Spirit through the apostles in the book of Acts as they carried the gospel into the world. And repentance is the same message that will prepare the way of Jesus Christ when He returns again. And listen carefully. Today, today repentance is only made possible because Jesus died and rose again. Repentance from sin, a turning away from sin, is only made possible because Jesus died and rose again. He said in the Gospel of Luke, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name to all nations. Jesus suffered on the cross, and was resurrected from the dead, allowing us a path to turn from sin, to repent of sin. And the Bible says there's no other name given among men whereby we have this opportunity to be saved, this opportunity to repent. It's only through Jesus Christ. And you may be asking, well, how does this work? Well, to understand this, we first must understand that we're sinners. The Bible says all have sinned, all have fallen short of the glory of God in the garden. When God created the world and and created man, He gave mankind dominion over the world. Man was given dominion over the world, but sin ruined what God had put in our charge. Sin destroyed, damaged what God had given to man. And mankind faces the judgment of God. But in God's mercy, Jesus took that judgment. He took that wrath upon Himself. He died and suffered, was tortured, and descended into the pit for three days and three nights, taking the punishment of sin that you and I deserve. He died in our place, and then He rose again and defeated death and now sits at the right hand of the throne of God. Let me illustrate a little story of of how this could be. A story that illustrates what Jesus did for you and me. There was a, a little boy named Tommy. And one day Tommy and his father went out to their workshop and they made a little boat. They carved it out and spent a lot of time creating this wonderful little toy. And then they painted it. And they put little sails on the boat and they tied a string to it. And, and Tommy treasured that little toy that he and his father had made. One day Tommy went to the river bank and he put the boat in the water and it floated great. And he saw it going down the river and he walked down the river holding the string. And he had a lot of fun. But eventually he hit a current And the little boat began to go faster and the little string broke. And the boat began to travel downstream. And so Tommy ran as fast as he could down the riverbank trying to catch it. But soon the boat had gone out of his sight. He spent the rest of the evening looking for it, hoping he would find it, but he couldn't. And so he went home very sad. Well, a few days later, he was walking home from school and Tommy passed a store. And he saw a little boat in the window and he recognized it. He saw the same painting that he had done on it. He even recognized the little scratches. And so he ran into the store and told the the manager of the store that that was his boat that he had lost. And and someone had obviously found it and brought it there. But the store manager said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to buy it. It cost one dollar. So Tommy ran home and he counted his money. He had exactly a dollar. So he ran back to the store and he purchased the little boat. As he walked out of the store, he looked down at it and he said, Now you're twice mine. First, I made you, and now I bought you. That's what Jesus did for you. He made you, but you were lost. You were lost because of sin. But then he found you, and he bought you. He bought you with his own precious blood. What He asks of you is to repent of sin and receive the gift that He offers you. Receive the gift that He gave you on the cross. Put your trust in Him and let Him forgive your sin. You say, what is repentance? Repentance simply means a turning away to go in a new direction. You're walking on on a path of sin. You're walking perhaps in another religion, in a false religion, serving a false God. Repentance is to no longer serve that God, but to serve Jesus Christ. Maybe you're walking in lust. You're walking in pride. You're walking in greed. You're walking in lies. Whatever sin you're committing, repentance is to turn away from those things and follow Jesus Christ as your Lord. Repentance is telling God you're sorry for your sins, but it's more than that. It's turning away from them. It's rejecting them and, no lo- and choosing no longer to live in sin. And when you do, God does a great work in your life. There was a man that lived some years ago. His name was Louis. Louis Zamperini. And one day he had to go to war. And he was in a plane flying over the ocean and that plane crashed. And he spent weeks and weeks and weeks floating in the ocean. One of his friends on the little raft that he was on died and they pushed him overboard. And after a long time he was captured by enemy soldiers and they tortured him and beat him. He nearly died many times and he saw people go through the most horrible things. He was traumatized. He barely survived. But after the war was over, he returned home. And because of the trauma and the horrible things that he had seen, he began to drink alcohol and became a a drunk. He began to live in lust and and in sin. One day he met a, a young lady and they got married. And he thought to himself, Once I get married, all my problems will be solved. And it helped. Marriage helped him for a short time, but before he knew it, he went back into alcohol and back into sin. He went back into waking up in the middle of the night, waking up from terrible nightmares, waking up from the trauma and the memories that he had. He lived in constant agony. His wife got pregnant and they had a little girl. He thought, once I have a little child, my life will change, and it did for a short time. But soon after, the nightmares returned, the trauma And the memories returned and the drinking and the lusts continued. But he was invited to a service and this man of God was preaching. And the sermon pierced his heart and the Holy Spirit used the sermon. And so he came forward and knelt down near the front. And he repented of sin and put his faith and his confidence in Jesus Christ and the work that Jesus did on the cross. And he said that very night... He went back to his home and he grabbed his, his drinks and he took the top off and he dumped them into the sink and he threw away the bottles and he went and took his magazines with, with bad pictures and, and sin and he threw those away. You see, that's repentance. He didn't just say, I'm sorry for my sin. He did something about it. He, he intentionally turned away from drinking. He said he never got drunk again after that night. And God did such a powerful work in his heart that he no longer woke up from nightmares and the traumas that he had gone through were gone. God did a wonderful, powerful work when he repented. And that's what God can do for you. God can do a great work in your life if you repent with sincerity in your heart. The Bible says, repent and be converted When you repent of sin, the Holy Spirit comes into your life. The Holy Spirit of God comes in. There's a divine work that happens on the inside of you. He comes to dwell within you. And no one, no power of Satan, no demon can overcome the power of God in your life. The Bible says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Nobody can overcome the good work that Christ does in you by the Holy Spirit. He transforms you. He gives you a new, new desires, a new heart. He helps you. He gives you the power to fight against sin. He gives you the power To live for him. And when you repent of sin. And he does this work within you. Our text says. That your sins will be blotted out. Peter says if you do this. There's a guarantee. That he's going to take out your sin. Jeremiah the prophet. Says in scripture that. Sin. Every sin. Is written down. Imagine if. If every sin you had ever committed was written down into a book and everybody in the world could see what was in that book. They could see your sin. Imagine how horrible that would be. But Jeremiah the prophet, Isaiah the prophet, David wrote in the Psalms that when you repent, your sin is blotted out of that book. It's edited. There was a man, a minister, that was a pastor and... He failed, he fell into sin, and he was so filled with sorrow and condemnation by what he had done. Those over him asked him to stop pastoring his church for a time, and so he got a job and he was working a normal life, but he couldn't get over what he had done. After about a year or so, those over him came to him and said, we want you to go back into ministry, we want you to start pastoring a church again. But he told them he could never do it. He could never get over the, the sin that he had committed. He couldn't forgive himself. He, he felt so bad what, that, at what he had done. Even though he had repented, he felt horrible. He was under great condemnation. One night he had a dream. And in that dream there was a book open and it was the book of his life. And in the beginning of the book as the pages were turning, he saw events that had happened when he was a little boy. As the pages continued to turn, he saw events that happened as a young man. And as the pages turned, he eventually knew that the next page recorded the great sin that he had committed. And he, couldn't, he didn't want to see it. But the page turned, and when the page turned to come at the place of his life when he had sinned, he looked at the page and it was empty. It was blank. The sin he had committed was blotted out of his book as what the Bible says will happen when you repent. And when he woke up, he realized that his sin was gone. He was no longer in condemnation. His repentance was real and God had blotted his sin. He was justified just as if he had never, ever sinned. And he became a pastor again and lived for God without condemnation. The moment you repent of sin... Genuinely, truly repent of sin. God blots your sin out. It's as though you never sinned. And so when you die, you can go to heaven and not pay the punishment of that sin in hell because Jesus took the punishment for you. And then our text says that when this happens, times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord. Times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord. When you repent of sin and you're converted and your sins are blotted out, you now have access to God and He can visit you. And when you're in prayer, you can come boldly before His throne and receive His grace You can experience His presence on a daily basis. You can be filled with a joy that only comes from being with God. You can be given a peace that passes understanding. There are times of refreshing that will come from the presence of the Lord. You can experience God on a regular basis. You can come to know Him personally and intimately. And it's the greatest thing that you could ever experience. I've turned from my sin. I've repented of sin. I believe that if I died right now, I would go to heaven to be with God, not because of anything good that I've done, but because of what Christ has done on the cross, because He took my sin upon Him, and I've repented of sin. And I can tell you that there have been times in my life when there have been moments of great refreshing that have come from God's presence, encounters with God, times Blessed prayer, times of worship, times of of coming before God's presence and being filled again and again by His Holy Spirit. And it's the greatest thing in life. And you can receive it. You can receive it today if you'll repent of sin and put your trust in Christ. There's no formula in doing this, there's no magic button. All you have to do is come with sincerity before God. You can pray a simple prayer. There's no particular way to pray. But if you don't know what to pray, pray with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry for my sin. I'm so sorry for my sin. I choose to turn away from sin. I choose to repent of sin. I choose to believe that you died on the cross for me and you rose again. And now I want to live for you. I want to give myself to you. It's a simple prayer. There's no formula. But do it today. And if you've done it or you're going to do it, find a church. Go to church. Get baptized and live for God. Give yourself to Him. And may His presence fill you. And may you experience the times of refreshing that only come from Him.
0: Please stay tuned for more of Josiah Allway in future episodes here on CCI's podcast. If you would like to know more about this ministry, please visit our website at www.cci.life. You can find our videos on streaming platforms like Vimeo, YouTube, and Rumble. This is Campaign for Christ International, preaching the gospel, helping the sick, and praising the Lord.